Gucci Mane. Oh, apparently I started the recording. Welcome to the Sweet episode of the Lily Lens Podcast. I wonder how much you'd accidentally recorded. Uh, it could have been more than four seconds before I said, oh, it's recording. Oh, okay. Well, that's good then. Uh, I don't know if we'll that anyways. I normally get the VOD off of Twitch and cut it up. But anyways, welcome. We got week seven this week. We got a couple of match highlights of uh, well, and a low light for so, some uh, some high high skill gameplay on the highest of high skill champions coming out from C9 over here. Dude, Malphite too heavy, too hard, dude. And then too we have we have get it because he's a rock. A rather disappointing game to watch from FlyQuest perspective. Not gonna lie. We got those two focuses hey, coming up. Be watching. Don't be mean. <laughs> but before we get, get into that, let's talk about the uh, other matches this week. Let's get this shit. This done. is a All really, right. really good week for picks for us. You had an 80% and I had a 70%. Yeah. Had, not had this not been the bit, two of the stupidest fucking upsets of the split. Oh my yes. god. This is I mean, we were both wrong twice. Like, short of the I would have been 100. Sure, yeah, oh. you, you would have been 100 and I would have been 90. But, sh well, and then we had one match, which I'm no longer picking Echo Fox ever again. Let me just make sure I don't have the That's fair. <laughs> so, uh, where was I? Sh uh, C9 and TSM both really shit the bed against two other teams that are heading to the And funnily enough, we're only talking about one of those games this week. We are! Mostly because... No. I got to live through it last week. Now it's your turn. I'll take it. But you should have to live through it twice in a row. Uh, I, I'm living through it over and over in my mind, Matt. <laughs> That's good. I'm not, I don't feel that bad about it, to be honest, so I'm fine. Like... Uh, so I, I, honestly, I'm a little, I'm really impressed that we got this close to uh, a perfect week. I just, I'm crazy, dude. What can I'm, I say? I can't I'm not at all confident about next week, but I'm crazy. I can't wait for the week that I get a hundred percent pick pick rate because I'm just, I'm never gonna just. That's it. We're I'm gonna going cancel that cancel, segment. Canceling the show. Not the show. We just won't do pick band guesses anymore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. I'll just do no more pick band. That's great. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Instead of canceling the whole show. Like, yeah, that's actually a good idea. Damn it. Yeah, I'm you're dumb. <laughs> you're like, that's why I'm here, dude, because you always say the dumb. <laughs> Cancel the whole show. Or what about? So, um... What really stood out to me this week was how quite handily it looked like CLG and Optic were able to beat C9 and TSM. Like, yeah, it, was it, it wasn't like really close matches. It was just like, how the hell did these two teams just fall over? They're supposed to be the favorites for a bye this split. Like, what? Yeah, and what's sad, well, what's sad and scary is I'm sort of struggling to discern whether everyone's just gotten good or the top three, two of the top three have just kind of gotten bad. Right, yeah, like, yeah, are, they, are they playing to our level, or are they dragging us down to theirs and beating us with experience? Or are we just shitting the bed, right? Or, like, or picking some crazy, stupid shit. Yeah, and it's really hard for me to tell, and that's what makes me nervous. Is I'm, not, I'm what, like, if this is a couple teams really, really rising up and putting in that work, playing at a high level, then I'm super stoked. Having more teams, so it's not just the same three teams in the top every year. I'm totally on board with that. I'm totally on board for a competitive like upper bracket. 
However, if it's two thirds of the upper bracket just becoming bad, then yeah. Yeah, that's not fun. If, if, no. if we're not improving to have a stronger upper bracket and extending that from a three team. But we're getting a strong, a, a bigger mid bracket. Yeah, if we're just step. dropping it down to Team Liquid is our only hope. Everyone else is a giant Q. Yikes. Don't like that, to be honest, at all, even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a bad future. Now, specifically, one of the points I want to talk about in the uh, Optic TSM game, and this is like the only thing I really want to hit. Ban Aatrox! Love God, Ban Aatrox! Why is this not a goddamn staple? Ban Aatrox! I don't get it! How does no one get this? Yeah, I mean... I, I mean, dude, remind me, did Aatrox do work that game, or...? Only a little bit. Yeah, By a I little know. bit, I, was, I mean a lot of it. I was being sarcastic. I remember you. I, I just wanted you to feel that again because uh, I'm a bad I, I even came into this thinking Optics team comp was so fucking weird. And then they just like, eh, TSM didn't ban Aatrox anyways. So it doesn't matter what their team comp is. They just play with Aatrox. Their team comp was really weird in your defense. Yeah. It actually makes like no fucking sense, but oh, it no, just doesn't it, matter. It seems to go nowhere, and then it's just like yeah. But then Dokla goes five and zero, oh, and in a lot of pressure from the meat man. It, it has no like one thing it wants to do. They're running. No, H it's got like no things it wants to do. Everyone wants to do. It. I guess it's five things it wants to do. <laughs> They're running eight shock Silas. Uh, uh, what's what's that champion's name? Victor, Ezreal, and Lux. Yeah. It's yeah. like. Dude, Ezreal Lux doesn't even sound and like that. Right? And neither. Yeah, I mean, I guess Lux Ezreal's fine as a lane. It's easier to hit your Qs. I think if, if I think if you swap bot lanes, both these comps get better. Yeah, like a lot, but whatever. <laughs> but who knows? All right, let's get into our uh, one of our featured matchups this week. Oh, uh, sure. How about I turn off that? Ah. Uh, we got, was, was the first one I up? Was that a CLG and C9? Yes, fucking free LG versus free 9. So you know who The battle a, of the free. You know who's a really, really strong, really, really high mechanical champion that people need to start playing more of? Malphite. Malphite. <laughs> my boy Malphite. Oh Young my god. Young money, cash money, Malphite. Dude, so, I don't even understand how they lost that game. I, they got first blood on Malphite, like, Jesus Dude, they did, Christ. he solo killed him, because he's crazy. Well, because Malphite is, is he still injured? I don't know, he apparently hurt his head rock climbing. Oh, Ligurus is back in, by the way, this weekend, just for, uh, for reference. It's no longer Kumo, but, um... Rest I, in peace to the lab. I don't know how Malphite gets a kill and just doesn't destroy that lane he and almost got another one i don't know if you watched but like kuma uh, not kuma sorry rune teleported back to lane and then got like half hp'd immediately and sven scaring was lurking around tower like ready to gank if they had to but they had the blown the flash and he was literally like he tp'd in immediately got forced off the wave luckily for him he didn't overextend he didn't get the gank off but like he was like forced under tower and had to concede like so much fucking pressure he was so far behind for like 30 seconds and then i've no idea what happened. All of a sudden, they were up 6-2, and then we got a bunch more kills, and they got three more, but it didn't really matter. And then There was that early Drake they got. I think the first Drake was an Ocean Drake. Uh, and I think it was a 3v3 or a 4v4, but for whatever reason, CLG just had the ability to force uh, C9 off. C9 was a little more scattered. They blew Svenskaren's flash. He wasn't able to get into the pit. 
And Skarner did Skarner things. You Are know you talking about that first Drake that they got really tight? Or was like, it wasn't oh. really tight. It was the, when it was at like a third. Fenskaren landed the Q, the first Q on it, but then CLG just immediately zoned them off, and he had to flash to the blast cone by on blue jungle under blue jungle, and then it was just totally free. Like literally, there was no one on C9 even in the river. So after that, like they contested it early, but then after that, it was just like they just bailed because I mean they had to. But. A seemingly chronic issue of. Uh... C9 the split has been their bot lane and their bot lane seems to lack any ability to make priority like at all like i i don't think i've seen a game where like oh my god sneaky and zazel just won the game by themselves or sneaky really That's carried true. them I'm i mean i'm sure there's a game where that happened but like there have been some zazel carry games i just it, with the lux Going into playoffs, looking like this, I'm wondering if the C9 bot lane is exploitable and if they can really, like, play up to anyone I, else. I don't think they are, because I very rarely also feel like they're the reason the game's over, right? Like, Well, when you pick Malphite, it's really easy to, like, be like, well, Malphite was... It was effective, but it was only effective for Malphite. Like, it's really easy. Yeah, to but, just like, even in this problem. game, even though Sneaky kind of was... I mean, it was a 0-3 bot. Beach had five assists. He was up, like, a... He's up, like, a, a double this farm, actually. Almost, but, um... Well, the farm is... You gotta remember, because it's Sona. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot it was Sona, because she's dead in this picture. Um... So, I don't know, like, this what this didn't even feel like, whenever they lose, I feel like they're just, like, a solid bot lane, you know? Like, they're, like, bot lanes we've talked about in the past that have seen success in the LCS, right? Where they're not really, like, the focus, right? Like, this is not the double lift show, right? This is not the sneaky show. This is just, like, the, sometimes we'll do really well, right? Like, there are games where they get advantage, they get pressure, usually against much worse teams. They usually tip, typically go more even against higher skill teams, but... They're never also the reason, like, that the team is lost, right? Like, they've never had, like, a fucking reckless throw or a Zven throw or something like that, you know? Like, they just, like, or a double-lived Vlad throw, right? <laughs> like, they're just always, like, holding it down, doing all right. And honestly, if they can... That was fine when they had a super good carry in Jensen. Niski seems like more of a support role mid laner than Jensen. Uh, so it looks like their carries are either going to be jungle and top. Malphite not really a carry. Uh, and he should have uh, built AP this game. Just just calling it out. He should have built AP this game. Wow, I'm pretty sure that's the only time I've ever heard you admit yeah, to AP. Yeah, that's Malphite. the only time you're ever going to hear me say it. Unless, like, they buff Malphite so his AP ratios are, like, 5,000 They just nerfed them, too. Yeah, well, now they're going to buff and make all of his AP ratios 5,000%. Uh, he got that first kill, and I'm just like, if he doesn't back and buy AP, or... He couldn't back, he had back TP'd already. Well, I mean, on his, I mean, on his next pack, if he doesn't take this advantage he has, and he did buy, AP to kill He did people, buy Doran's ring, which first back, <laughs> he, he backed under tower, because he got poked out, and then he got the kill, because he backed, bought a, he started corrupting potion, backed, bought a D-ring, teleported in the lane, killed him. Um... Uh. That's the best thing when you TP into lane and just kill some dude who pushed you out and you're just like, ha ha! And then you like you. force him out of lane again. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's a bad time if you're on the other, if you're, especially on Jace where it's like, well, um, I guess I can farm with long range cube. That I've got like four of those and I'm out. Oof. So yeah, I I I don't 
see what they were trying to do with this with this team comp. It looked like seen like because they're running Malphite, who I guess is supposed to be a counter to Tom Kench and Sona on top of no, being a counter to Jace. Right, right, but on top of being a counter to Jace. Yeah. But then CLG are running Corky, Sona, Tom Kench, and uh, what, what's his name? Skarnark. Those are actually AP damage champions. Unless Skarnark goes for like Trinity Force and all that, which no one does that in, in uh, LCS. They're all, that's four AP damaging champions. Why on earth are you picking a champion who scales with armor and needs to have two armor items before he's, his core is complete? It felt like they, that was a pick for lane to avoid an early getting dominated early. Uh, maybe they just wanted it to like scale out, like win lane or at least stay safe in lane, and then just scale to a point where you can get to be super tanky regardless. Um, I guess that just didn't end up happening. I'm not really sure what the thought process was, but <sighs> it was definitely a bummer for me. But it, it, it's it, it's really hard to look at this game and and just say th if they made this decision differently. It would th this whole thing might be like very much in their favor favor because it looked very convincing on for CLG when they were just basically running circles around C9 for most of the game. The the, the only good spot for uh for Cloud9 was Malphite, but at the same time, Malphite looked like a detriment to the team comp and the team's uh I guess gameplay focus for this game. And then their bot lane not being able to hold even or get an advantage against Sona in lane means that so like getting Sona entirely paid off. It was an absolute win for them because you don't have to farm on Sona to get money. You just get money. She gets paid for sitting there, which is Riot fixed that. Uh, <laughs> so I just I don't know. I, I I honestly put a lot of it on the draft. At, and a lot of it on the bot lane. Like, th those two things for me seem like the real problems. But at the same time, they should have been able to win this game, given the tools they had. It wasn't the worst comp they could have played. They could have played Zed Yumi bot. Yumi was banned, I know. But it's not the, not the point I'm making. Just, I just, I, I feel like I'm watching 100 Thieves play this game a little bit, where it's just like, I have no words how to help you. All I know is, is you have something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't feel like it was that much on the bottom lane. Obviously, I think they should have been more ahead considering the matchup. Uh, I believe at a point early on, one of the casters remarked that it, it seemed like a win for Sona TK because they were it was 4,200 to 4,000 gold summed according to chat so being up 200 gold well not a lot is for son and Tarek, that's basically a win right like you're not oh, down i right went even it, that's the whole point of the lane yes and so for me to see that it was kind of a bummer but um i don't think i really don't feel like it was like the reason they lost you know well, I mean, but maybe i'm just trying to make excuses I, for my sweet my sweet boy sneaky did what TL play GGS? Is this gonna load? Or no? Yeah, TL play GGS, and now my page is reloading. What the hell? Okay. Uh. And they 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 smashed them. They were playing Varus, but they were playing basically a very similar lane, which is Zaya Rakan, which is 
Well, it's it's close. It has a little less engaged compared to Sona. T- Sona. What are we talking about now? Sorry, I'm trying to compare the like the bot lane of oh, uh, okay, I of see. A double lifting core JJ versus uh, like I don't. They made a lot of plays. FBI went one in seven, and most of his deaths, I'm pretty sure, were from his <laughs> lane. And he had a Tom Ketch. Yikers. That should be what's happening to to uh, uh to Sona Tom Kench over there. Like, this should be getting demolished and shoved under tower and dove by Lee Sin. This shouldn't be a problem. This should be a repeatably executable play for this team. And they just never did it. And they never got an advantage bot side with the, with Lee Sin jungle and a free shove up to the turret. Like, it, you gotta be able to make those plays and they just couldn't. It's it's almost like watching uh watching TSM play Yasuo bot and then just failing two dives in a row and losing the game off of that. Except they didn't ever try the dives. Yeah. Yeah, I do think it was it felt a lot I don't know. I was very surprised uh watching the game. I remember I did not watch it live, I was busy. Um however when I watched the VOD, I hadn't looked up one and I saw the early stage and I was like, oh, all right, this is going fine. Like, I'm down for this. And then all of a sudden, like, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, God, it's over. And, like, I couldn't even parse, like, what was going wrong. Like, it seemed like everything was fine. And then it really wasn't. And then it kind of got fine. But, like, I, I was having a hard time really deeply grasping what was going wrong for them. Like you said earlier, like, there doesn't seem to be a single point where it was like, if you did this better, you would have been fine. It was just like, oh, shit, like... I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's re- it, these games always suck to talk about because it's just like, yeah, I think problems. Just, Lots of them. Hard to me, though, that, that maybe hints at the fact that CLG is getting better and not that C9's getting worse. Because, yeah. like, aside from, aside from the weird decision in, Mal- in Malphite, like, generally, if a team loses because they shit the bed or they get clapped then, like, we can just point at it and be like, this is the decision that you made, or, like, here is where you fucked up. But if we're having trouble pinpointing it, that, to me, demonstrates that two teams are, like, relatively even in footing. Right? They they could have picked Poppy. They... It it has just occurred to me that Poppy is probably amazing in this comp. (laughs) Yeah, but you think Poppy's amazing in every comp? Because she's really good, and she just got a buff, and I'm pretty sure she's broken right now. But either way, I'm pretty sure Poppy's a much better champion than Malphite into this comp. Poppy can build MR and not lose a whole lot. Just say. That's fair. But finish, finish what you're going to say and then we can move on. Because I'm kind of no. like... Uh, uh, you, I don't actually, honestly, don't remember what I was about to say when you cut me off. So <laughs> uh, what was I saying? You were talking about CLG. Oh, yeah. I think it is an indication that CLG is getting better, and that's exciting for me. I hope... I like seeing teams get good. I really don't like it in any sport, really, when it's just like, well, these are the teams that are going to be here at the top, and we're just going to watch them play for, like, six seasons. So, like, yeah, CLG, strap in. Like, CLG definitely have been improving a lot this split. Yeah. Uh, I, I think uh, that's good for our chances internationally, too. Like, um, the more teams we have that are decent... In NA, the better our shot internationally, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I'm not seeing a lot of glaring holes on CLG at the moment. Uh-uh. The only, like, Wiggly's apparently been looking really good. People have been talking... Biofrost me- has been crazy. When when Biofrost pops off, CLG pops off. Like, Biofrost is like... I don't know if he's, like, the team leader. I don't know what he's doing. But when Biofrost goes off, his team is good. 
Like, I... I think a team that doesn't have any very apparent weaknesses is probably always going to beat a team where you're like, this part of the team has been underperforming for quite a while now, and they haven't shown any signs of of uh, upward momentum. So I'm I'm looking at CLG to possibly take second at this point, and then C9 and TSM probably get third and fourth. That's going to be an interesting future, because I don't think that's ever happened. Wait, maybe spring 2017. What about when CLG got first? No, well, I, uh, what I'm saying is, is when uh, CLG or CLG, when TSM or C9 didn't get a top two buy. Oh, yeah. Which I think might have happened last 2017, was it 20, no, 2018 spring, and probably the first or second. No, yeah, the first or second uh, C split of LCS overall, 2013. When uh, Vulcan, I think, got second and TSM got third. Oh, this yeah. is so long ago, I don't remember, but I know Vulcan got second. Anyway, <laughs> ancient history aside. Oh, I love yeah, I mean, history. it'll be really interesting. Um, my hope is that C9 finishes in the top three, but... Uh, or but, top two, or top one, but... <laughs> No, we take, shall see. We shall see. I'll take. I'll just take a world's trip. I don't. Know. <laughs> Doing your fucking world's no. trips, man. All right. What? Uh, What'd you say? Nothing. Um. Wait. No. What'd you say, you bum? I just said you and your fucking world's trips. Oh yeah, like you don't care about worlds. Uh, like no, it didn't no, crush no, you no. with it's TSM this worlds. Trumps. It's for chumps. It's for chumps. All right. Uh, Heart of Thieves versus FlyQuest. So I uh watched this game like an hour ago. And I will, yeah, do you, me too. Do you, like cause I I well I got to the uh, Clutch Fox game and I wrote down in my notes, "Who cares? I'll vod it later." That's fair. And I just I, I left and didn't and just didn't care for about the rest of the day because that game just disinterested I, me so much. I legitimately can't blame you. However, however, <laughs> I, I'm a I'm I'm very interested in this sort of peeling back of your process. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll do it later. Who cares? I don't care if I, I do tired, this for a I was tired, I couldn't keep watching. It was gonna be boring. Wasn't that I was a gonna Sunday fall asleep game? at my, my desk. Yeah, was that it was. a Sunday or Saturday game? I woke that up means at like games were over at like 4 o'clock yeah, and your bum ass. I woke up at like 4 in the morning and I didn't want to keep watching. What the fuck, bro? My skate schedule was fucked up. Let's talk about a heart of thieves. God damn it. So, All right, um, dude, but get a healthy ass lifestyle, son. Like, like, I'm worried about hell you. No. Uh, so, um, people don't ban Aatrox and it worries me. It's like a personal yeah. thing for me because. I played a lot of Aatrox, and boy, howdy, is he broken! So, um... Fuck, why... Why do you not ban Aatrox, then don't pick Aatrox in the first two rotations? It's pretty crazy, because it's like you assume people know he's strong, or at least difficult to counter. So, to have him floating around without any contesting just like not banned not picked like it is pretty wild like these teams should know how good he is right and they're not i don't know what they're prioritizing over like there's certainly things that are worth prioritizing as a pick but then maybe just throw the ban like because he's not that hard everyone can perform i'm surprised you didn't make fun of dokla for the fact that he had to win on a fucking like any trucks, but like, it seems like literally any top laner in the LCS can play him and and carry. 
He's, he's so broken. And it That's looked, why I'm... But they should know that. That's what I'm saying. They like, just removed his revive, and his win rate didn't even move! Like, no, oh my god. It. He didn't even need it. Balance and, and lore questions aside, this champion is so goddamn strong. lore questions? Again, different different podcast. Uh, <laughs> what? I don't want to do a lore podcast. With exactly. You, but I totally. I will though if I have to. I don't. I don't even like the. What's well, not? I don't like the lore. It's just I'm not that interested in the lore. Changes every two weeks. Anyway. Um, <laughs> just like the patches. So. Yeah, how, every patch how? there's a a novel at the bottom. No one reads. It's the new line. So how Sorry. the hell Sorry. do you put Aatrox <laughs> to second rotation blue side? How does that happen? In what world does that happen? The only world that, in that the happens world we're is, living in, I is guess. if you think your top laner is so effing good, he's gonna win that lane with whatever counter matchup you've dreamt up. And let me tell you, you won't. It didn't. <laughs> Because I don't think there's a lot of counter matches that dominate Aatrox. Because he can just kind of play safe. The only thing that does well into Aatrox for me is range. So, like, Kennen and Karma. Karma's banned. And they didn't pick Kennen. What so, about Chase? Uh, Chase works too, I guess. I don't know. I don't like him as much because he has to get close to do some of his damage. Okay. He, he does do very well into anti-heal, though. Or with anti-heal, I guess, if you want to get what I'm saying. So, that makes sense. So that's the major flaw in this game that I think probably screwed FlyQuest super hard. And then you... Uh, it's just... I don't... Th this game was boring. This game was boring as sin. People are complaining on the subreddit about this kind of stuff because they oh, hate... Corky versus Aatrox. They are so done with Corky versus Aatrox. Why? Because it's an extremely boring matchup to watch? Yeah... Corky got five kills though, so I don't know. <laughs> My thought on it is like, of course they're gonna pick the boring shit if the boring shit is yeah, what's good, right? Yeah, they're gonna be like, okay, we're gonna scale until the agency is in our hands, and then we're gonna play for it. Yeah, it's like some people get bored watching the Houston Rockets in the NBA because it's basically just a series of one-on-one -on -one isolation offenses. But like, they ride it to the playoffs and the finals almost every year. So like, even if you're bored as a fan, they're gonna keep doing it because it's. They're winning, like, a lot. Like, That's always my so, problem with people who say this strategy shouldn't be played because it doesn't work internationally, but it wins easily, in like, locally. No, like, you should definitely play the fucking wins to get international, bro. Like, like you, you're you not going to get to try your international strats if you lose locally. Like... I think this they brought this up on the dive where they're like these lower teams are trying to play out these other strategies and trying to, like, be like, well, it's not going to work at Worlds. Why are we playing it? And it's just like... You're not making playoffs. Yeah. Make playoffs. Why do you care about what's happening in the world? Yeah. What? It's like how do you how do you care? Or how are you going to pretend to care if you like literally it, aren't even in contention to get to worlds? Like be, being a that's like such blind optimism. Like, well we're hoping for like three seasons from now when everyone else retires that we can get there. When our I'm team is entirely different and we have a different coaching staff in three years. It's a very personal matter for me with this exact topic with TSM because TSM have this exact issue where in 2018 they kicked out their world-class bot lane for a different world-class bot lane because that made sense. That second world-class bot lane should have some air quotes, Playboy, but... <laughs> I just... I don't know. I got to 17 minutes 
and I had one note before it about amazing Dude. fucking up a flash, and then I'm just like, this game's boring. A hundred of these are just walking the base. And then I straight happened. don't remember the game. Like I watched it today, it was so and like boring. I, it was oh my god, uninteresting. <sighs> like like. I don't want to say FlyQuest just sort of fell over and took it, but it just felt like a Hunter Thieves just sort of sat there and took cupcakes away from them that they were trying to sell, and FlyQuest was just like, where are my cupcakes going? Yeah, I don't, dude. I have, like, nothing intelligent to say about this because I, like, could barely keep my eyes open through it. And, like, I, like, literally kept pausing the game to go watch other shit. And, like, once my... <laughs> Yeah, like once my stamina was back, I was like, "All right, next ten minutes, cool. Let's go watch another YouTube video." All right, I, next ten minutes. I got to like, like I got to amazing failing the flash, and then I kept like trying to look at exactly what his flash fuck up was, and then I kept looking away as soon as he was going oh, for the flash because he Dude, stood I that, still I, for yeah. ten seconds. I did that shit time. so many times. I'd be like, "I wonder what happened in this fight." Oh, anyway, what's my phone? <laughs> oh, no, wait, what? What about this thing? What about? Oh, literally, what about the paint on the walls? How about that? Like. <laughs> literally oh oh, it was brutal i don't even i was so bummed when i saw this on the list because i was like fuck like so the only conclusion i can draw from this game was that i'm pretty sure haunted thieves are the only team team that can contest for a playoff spot at this point clutch maybe i don't i don't know I don't, I don't trust Wait, Hang them. on, where are they in the... Oops. They're first right now. They're not. I, I, I was about to have some major questions for your head condition. Poor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? So, Clutch and Hunter Thieves are tied. Who did Clutch... I have more faith than 100 Thieves right now. 100%. I 100% think that 100 Thieves are much more consistent. It's not where I thought we would be last at the beginning of the split. <laughs> Is this the split where we had the no talking about 100 Thieves rule? Uh, yeah, until they won, like, four matches in a row. Yeah, I was, just, I was so fond of that, like, we're not talking about them, and <laughs> now we have to talk about them all the time. So, I just... I, I think... So, I guess we can make this kind of talk... We can talk about 100 Thieves and, like, why we think they're the ones that can go to playoffs. I just think sure. they're amazing I'll talk about the thing I didn't prepare for at all. I, that, that this is kind of what you should have prepared for. Why? That's not what you wrote, anyway. Okay, fine. So no, I'm not. I'm not actually mad. We can talk about. It. So a hundred, a hundred these. Um, when they brought in amazing, I didn't think it would be the biggest bonus to their team. I just thought that changing, changing their, changing anything on this team was probably a good Ooh, idea. Was it considering Onda before? Yeah, it was Onda. And changing from Onda to amazing is definitely a plus. But at the same time, it's it didn't feel like a plus that was going to make an impact. And it didn't for the first little while. But then they To dr- be fair, like the first week he played, he literally had just gotten off the oh, plane. Oh, he went from customs to the LCS. Yeah. So like they have no scrim time, right? Which is what I like I I think I'm going to bring this up a little bit later when we talk about Mike Young, but I think a big part of this stuff is like scrim time. Obviously, I don't think that's an ex- exceptionally interesting thing to say, I think it's just true. So, like, the fact that he came from Customs to LCS, obviously I don't expect him to, like, super perform that day, and I think that's legitimately fair. You're probably not going... I don't know their schedule. I don't know if they scrim right after the LCS when they get home. Probably not. Some do, depending on what's the schedule and what they're what they're looking for. If, they're t- if they've locked in a buy for playoffs, don't think they're scrimming after LCS. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. 
But I don't know. Like, I just didn't expect them to... I expect them to be like the Mike Young thing, where like if they're going to be good, I expect it to be a little while from now. So I was excited to see it, um, see them improve now, but I was... But this change didn't happen until they took out... Who was their mid laner before you... No, that was Yasui was C was clutch. It was I don't remember who Hunter Thieves mid laner was. Who he? Who he? Was it who he? But not this split. That, that is was last the previous split. split. I don't remember the mid laner was. Regardless, they dropped their mid laner for Ryu, and they drop someday for um, Fake God, and then something clicked, and their team started coming out, and I think. Ryu is probably really good at macro. Soligo. Soligo. That's right. Honestly, they probably wouldn't be better off playing Piglet. So I think Ryu. Piglet's not on 100 Thieves. Huh? Piglet's not on 100 Thieves. Right, I, I understand. Oh. That's rude. So, okay. Um, <laughs> where was I? Ryu seems to have been the key to their success. I, at least at least from, my, from what I get. And. Fake God seems to be a serviceable enough top laner that he's able to beat bottom of the table top laners and stay moderately even with some of the other ones in the upper brackets. But this team still doesn't have it all together. I think they lost the C9. I think they lost the TSM last week. They don't look like they're in a position to be able to beat the top teams quite yet. But they look like they could probably beat Golden Guardians. They can definitely beat Clutch Gaming. Are they play? Are they both playing next week? Oh, Golden Guardians is playing Hunter Thieves next week. I think the week after that, Clutch might play them. That would be an interesting matchup, just because they're both sitting so close to playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're gonna do about Optic. Optic and Hunter Thieves at the moment kind of look close. And that's. I, did they play last week? I don't remember. So many games. So little. So little headspace. But those two teams are relatable content. <laughs> so like a hundred thieves, Optic Gaming, and uh, Golden Guardians—they're the ones fighting for those bottom two playoff spots at the moment. I think our top four is virtually locked in at the moment. But the rest, those three teams, are kind of an enigma. I'm looking forward to seeing what else a hundred thieves can do, but I feel like we're close to the ceiling at the two. I don't know how much more upward, upward momentum they're gonna get out of fake god and i don't know how much more in the tank ryu and amazing will have one playoffs hit so again we'll have to wait and see i don't i think we're almost i think we're almost out of gas for 100 thieves i think they might make playoffs they'll just kind of eek in there on fumes and then probably fall out just like echo fox did but i feel like the same thing will happen uh uh to optic and golden guardians i think that's pretty similar to my read um I think that they're doing really well against the teams at the bottom of the barrel and really well against the teams uh, and pretty well against the mid-tier teams. I still have zero faith in them against TSM C9TO. So... uh, I have zero faith in a lot of teams against them, but they still drop games to other teams and I'm fucking, I don't know. I hate best of ones. (laughs) Yeah. I can, I, I can blame that on best of ones, right? Right, guys? That, that's okay? Sure? Blame whatever you want on BO, BO1s, dude. Whatever you need to get through the night, buddy. Alright, uh, yeah, is that all you have to say about uh, Hearthies and FlyQuest? Or do you want to yeah, talk about really how FlyQuest is really disappointing us? 
That's the thing that's all you guys say. And our buddy Hamon, who's a big FlyQuest fan. Oui. Alright! On to the big news this week! The best news I've heard in a long time! Oh that's boy, so our rude. boy's back! Oh, this one. I yeah, thought the no, echo, no. I thought this was the Echo Fox no, topic, no, no, and no, I was no. like, you're such a dick, bro. Oh, hell no. Oh my god, dude, I thought you were doing intro the Echo Fox. Oh my god! No, you're right, this is the best news I've had in my entire life. Um, oh my god, I felt so bad for the analyst desk, this whole split, and then I see this on Twitter, and I'm like, nah, they're fucking with me. They got me. Then there's the video, and it's all, I'm just like, nah, 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 this is just a this is just a th uh, one-week thing, or maybe he'll just do it until playoffs, just for a little bit of fun. And then it's just like, nah, he's back for good, and I'm just like, this is this is amazing. I'm I'm all for this. I want to watch this. And dear lord, was it great? I loved I love Jet. I love Jet so much. I miss Jet. I missed him a lot. And I hope, yeah. I hope we see more from him. I think when I think we had a segment sending him off when he left, and I think we mentioned then that Jet was both of our favorite caster. Like I love him, dude. He's so good at what he does. It's he's, insane. He's really it's, smart about the game. He's he's really eloquent. And he speech. delivers the information information in a concise, clear, and interesting way, like consistently. And I, he was. We I, we definitely said that he was going to be a a major major uh, take uh, take. I don't. He was going to be a major loss for the show in general, and I definitely think that showed. It was, like, everything was just kind of not there. It wasn't all the way there. They were missing that piece, and chat was that piece, and oh my god, is he going to save the LCS? Oh. Dramatic, but yes, is the answer <laughs> um, to your oh. question. He, he tried to save us in the balance team, and he just couldn't do it, so he's going to save what he can with the LCS. No. Look, he's coming back. I'm actually so stoked, dude. I, I, I thought you were fucking with me when you mentioned it at first. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and then I like looked it up, and I was like, "This is like God bless this dude." Like I missed him so bad, uh, and to have him back is very exciting. I actually don't know how much I could actually say about this because it's it's, it's, it's hard to really be like like chat's so good because this this. It, it, no, it, I can't tell you why really he's good at casting. I can just tell you that I, I and I don't think that like I don't think I'm not trying to say he's like empirically the best at what he does. I'm just trying to like. His style, I respond to very strongly. And the things he does, especially because I've been a fan of the game for so long, I've seen him for so long, it's very exciting to see him. Uh, and to see him do what he does at the level that he does it, or in a way that at least I really, really interact with it, uh, you know. I've Reddit actually really likes him too. Every I, I don't think there's anybody in the League of Legends scene who's like, oh my god, Jet's so annoying. He does he's like this, or Jet doesn't know what he's talking about ever. Jet's always on point and always, like, it, it, it's not like Freak, where people just feel like Freak doesn't know the game because he's a, what, what, what are they, whatever they call the people who call out team fights as they're happening and color not. Color commentator? Color or? commentator? I don't know. Shout I don't know, dude. Yeah, those two things never really made sense to me, play-by-play -play or color commentator, but. No. Whatever Freak's job specifically is, everyone seems to think that Freak is only good at that. But Freak is actually really smart about the game, and he does really detailed numbers-based breakdowns of the patches every time. And I used to watch them, but there's so much numbers that I just can't watch them and do something else at the same time like I do for Skara, who just kind of talks about what he feels they'll change, which feels better to me. I don't know. So, it, people just like Jet, and I don't... It, it's hard to fully, like, explain... I express or convey exactly why people seem to like Jet, 
but everyone seems to like him. And to be honest, if everyone likes him, please put him in the show. And with Kobe turning to a contractor instead of being a full-time employee, this oh, is... I didn't see that. That uh, You don't remember that talk? Uh, I don't know. Did we talk about that last week? I don't know, but I also kind of, I also, I did also kind of want to use this to talk about that a little bit. But Kobe moved, did move down from being a full time ride employee to being a contracted ride employee, more similar to what Mark Z does. Sarah Reason. He just wants to do other things. TFT. Um. Is that it, really? I don't, I don't know. He, I, he wants to do other things, and I'm like, that's good for him, but at the same time. At that moment, it just looked like, oh my god, everyone's leaving the LCS first, Jet, then Zyrene, now Kobe. And it's like, all the analytical talent in the NA is gone. And then, thank god. Oh, thank god this week came. Because, oh, our, man. Our fucking lord and savior, dude. Jet at it again, dude. Uh, like, Jet at it again. It was looking pretty bleak. Like, especially after the Kobe announcement, it was definitely lo- like looking like NA was going to have no sort of analytical discussion about League of Legends that had any sort of substance outside of Mark Z and uh, I guess Freak, who seems yeah, to so be the no, second best analyst. So no substantive. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out Mark Z. He does his job. So, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I love Jat. The, my the, they opened they opened this weekend with um, Jat stats taught like talking in a sort of pre-show thing to the other. Uh, uh, desk members, I guess I'll call them, and Jat unplugs Jat Statsbot from. <laughs> oh my god! If you haven't watched the intro to the countdown, I actually haven't seen that. Is it you, good? It's funny. I love it. It's great. Link it to me after the game or pod. Oh, uh, anyone who hasn't that's, watched that, go watch that. It's that funny, sounds very especially funny. if you like Jat. Uh, I miss Jat Stats. That that's such a good segment. It is. Okay. Next what? segment is the problem player of the week. I guess we'll call it. Is Mike Young working out? I haven't seen him like show the guns. I've seen him in the gym, bro. I've seen him. No. <laughs> Listen, man. I, 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 I'm sorry. I really could not pass up that shitty joke. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. One last chat thing. Did you see the uh, LCS support group skip? Oh yes. And yes. it was like, hey, please don't tell Freakus that about the puns. Like. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, yeah, it's so yeah. good. Anyway. I had to rewatch that because I missed the jab part. I just caught the end. Okay. So, Mike Young uh, replaced Rush on Echo Fox. Who might not be in the league soon. I don't... Well, no, he got dropped from Echo Fox. He's not in the league at the moment. I meant Echo Fox. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the next topic. Uh, so, I, I have a lot of questions about why you would bother doing that and replacing him with Mike Young. I get it. You need to make a change, and the other jungler you had wasn't working out either. But, like, what is this change? Who is on Echo Fox right now? I need to... You have Solo in the top lane, who looks like their best player, yet the most erratic top laner in the league, uh, short of Huni. No, no, no. Then you have their mid laner, who is escaping me at the moment, as I pull up their players. Phoenix. Froggen? Uh, no, he's I on. I was gonna say. I was fucking around. That, that's that's a couple of years ago, man. They have they, so their top laner solo, who looks really erratic. Mike Young, who we're talking about right now, 
Phoenix, who uh, is inconsistent, lost <laughs> as their AD carry, yes. and then Apollo and Hakuo. I don't... Like, this, this team just honestly seems like it should be the last place team in the league. Especially looking at how Hunted Thieves has improved. I don't remember where we had them in our power rankings. I think... They might have been close to playoffs because of how they were looking kind of on an upswing at the end of last uh, last split. But I just I don't I just don't get it. How how do you how do you drop Rush, an MVP jungler, mind you, from Mike Young, a jungler who has shown multiple times that he's he's got a lot of problems. And I don't know I don't mean to be like Mike Young's a problematic player. I just mean that he hasn't worked out for anybody. Like, uh, who who has Mike Young worked out for? He didn't work out for for TSM. He kind of worked out for uh, Phoenix One, but beyond that, I'm just like, come on, I I just don't see it. I don't see why you make this decision. Huh? I guess it was a gamble. I guess they weren't happy with Rush's performance, and they didn't think that it was gonna improve. Uh, and I think, you know, Echo Fox just wanted to try something new. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think they would have probably wouldn't have gotten playoffs even if Rush had stayed and performed at the level he'd been performing at. So, I mean, maybe they would have. Maybe he would have turned it on. But I certainly don't think they're getting it now. And I think it's kind of going to be a rebuilding offseason for Echo Fox trying to iron out a lot of their problems and a lot of the a lot of the issues with the team gelling consistency issues identity issues um so it looks like uh echo fox are virtually out of playoffs there there's probably five ways they get into playoffs and they all rely on stupid luck of everyone else shitting the bed which but, could happen but but like looking at mike young's stats this one is five. awful. He is one in five. He has a point six KDA. I don't think I've seen a player with that low a KDA ever. I, like, I don't know. Like I just these stats are so low. He has a, a four point three CS per minute. That means he takes one camp a minute. Mm-hmm. I just I feel. I, I don't know. Well, this is a, kind of looking at like the like. It, it's hard to say. Look, see, you made the wrong decision, and be like, and not feel like you're being an asshole about it. But I, I think it's even hard to say that too, because right. I mean, we're not clairvoyant. We don't know what would have happened if Rush stayed, right? Like, Rush was underperforming by Rush's standards. He wasn't doing this poorly. Oh, by Rush's but, standards, is MVP. <laughs> exactly, though. But he wasn't hitting that, and like. I would not have been surprised that even with Rush, Echo Fox missed playoffs or just snuck into playoffs, right? Like, so I think it's really difficult to say they even made the wrong choice because I don't know what was going on with Rush to make him so 50-50 where some games he would pop off and be the god and other games he would just be completely, completely, uh, complete non-factor. You know, you know I love Rush. You know I have a lot of... Kind boy... Yeah, the OG, the lab, the one and only. However, like, you know, I, I can't really blame Echo Fox. It's just kind of surprising. Um, it was I was kind of surprised in the moment, and then now seeing how it's panned out, 
I'm wondering if they think they made the wrong move. And I, frankly, I don't really expect to see Mike Fox back on the team. Or Mike Fox. <laughs> Mike Young. Mike Young back on the team. I kind of expect to see a pretty large overhaul from Echo Fox if they want to be in contention, contention next year, which I think they do want. Right? But... Uh, so they tend to make con- decisions that confuse me, though. Like when they benched Apollo, even though Apollo was fine. Like, people really, I think people really. No, there pe- was it the Chiefs. They benched Apollo, but Apollo FBI. wasn't the reason they were losing. He it was, was like, like it, was, it was the one FBI replaced. Yeah, I don't know why you would break up Apollo and Hakuo, a duo that's no, I know. been together for years at this point. And they also were not the reason they were losing games. So to put him on Academy and bring up your academy ad i was like well that feels really weird because when they win games it's feeling like they're winning games because of apollo and <laughs> and then they've been benching lorlo and uh solo back and forth yeah, I, which I doesn't got, make any sense to me so, it felt like a big problem with identity they didn't know what they wanted to do they didn't know what their best roster was maybe they didn't know because they weren't sure what the problem was maybe it's just a gelling issue maybe some of these players just don't play the same game and that's okay but you know, like what they're doing, now, what they're doing with the constant swaps and the cutting people or cutting their jungler, like to me, that signals like a much larger problem, right? Because you're, it doesn't seem like you're making any progress. You're just making all these radical shifts, and you you don't seem to be learning too much from it. So, uh, or if you are learning, you're not really applying that knowledge to improve, which so, is bad. So I have stats for Rush now. Now, Rush also has six games with an identical win rate. One in five, really? One in five, yes. Wow, that's surprising. Um, (laughs) But one whole point better KDA. He has a 1.5 KDA versus the 0.6 from Mike Young. So a 0.9 better KDA, but... He has less deaths per game, and uh, I'd like to preface, I do not know if these stats include this current weekend, just because I haven't checked. Uh... And a CS per minute is only up by 0.5. So, I don't really know what to say when looking at the other jungler who has who only has two games, Panda, who uh, Echo Fox ran, I think, a bit earlier in the split, who has better stats than them across the board, basically. Fewer games, though. Fewer games, yes. That means a little more var- variability. But he's got a 50% win, right? Point put him in. season, boys. Just put him in at this point. Like, what's what you got to lose? You keep flipping out Lorlo and and uh, Solo. Like, you got like like what, what, why not? Yeah, just start flipping out. Maybe you struggled for a figure of speech there, but you couldn't find. One. I just, I don't know. We keep. Uh, yeah, two. I, I don't like it when teams do nothing. To, and they're still failing. No, they're not doing nothing. They're doing a lot and not making anything out of it, which is but, worse. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing. Is like, is it is it worse to make random, ch- seemingly random or thoughtless changes to just see what happens and still not arrive at a better conclusion than when you started? Like, I just <sighs> so Echo Fox just seem to. They, they should probably throw this entire season away, and. Like, like they, for all I know, this is exactly what they're trying to do because it's sort of what I'm telling them to do. But just start playing with things and just be like, you know what? We're going to try out our academy bot lane with our LCS mid laner or LCS top laner and, and our academy jungler just to see what happens. 
but I, I guess they, I guess you could save that for scrim time and then just put whatever the best thing you found that week was. But like, I just it, this one decision for to replace Rush with Mike Young, a player who has been performing worse than Rush was, and Rush's and the other Rush replacement. I like he's performing worse than Lyra, and Lyra has been playing like garbage too. I just. I'm at a loss for words with how seemingly awful this decision has been, but I'm also at a loss for what they should have done instead. And I, I, guess, I guess the answer is nothing and just kind of played out the season because they're not making playoffs. They're, they weren't making playoffs when they dropped Rush and they're not making playoffs now. Is that all you got from Mike Young? The yeah. Line? I just I don't expect to see him back on Echo Fox. Hopefully he gets another chance in the league and he improves. But I'm not sure if it's just a gelling issue or what. But uh, I think you're right. I think they got to throw this season out and be like, all right, move on to the next. Hit the rebuild button. And, yeah. So on to our next topic, which is a little sensitive topic. Is Echo Fox gonna get kicked out? Now, this isn't related to their performance issues. This is related oh. to uh, altercations with some of their, I guess, board members, you would call them? It's or one, of their, uh, groups? one of their investors. One of their shareholders is the language the articles uses. Okay. So one of their shareholders has been uh, using racist comments and references to refer to Rick Fox and internal company memos. As well as one of the other... Oh, Another yeah. person within Fox. Um, yeah. And they gave... Riot initially allowed Echo Fox a, a... I think it was like, what? A two-month window to resolve the issues? So 60 days. So you had like a 60-day, two-month window to resolve the issues, which was extended by a week. Uh, today's the deadline. And I want you to know that literally this entire time I've been sitting yeah, here refreshing. I, I, I just uh, checked it before we started talking about this segment. Oh, dude, I've been so refreshing nonstop. I'm still not seeing anything about it, which leads me to believe... I would know, guess there, they're going to comment on it tomorrow, the day after the deadline, if they don't meet the deadline. But... Yeah, or if... I mean, I also wouldn't be surprised if they just don't comment, and then we could, if after a while, we could take that as like, oh, they're still in the league, right? So they did uh, something about it, but... I mean, they said something last week when they extended it. I would expect them to say something this week, to be honest. Fair. I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't be shocking, right? I'm not going to be shocked if they don't say anything at all today, but if they don't say anything at all tomorrow, like, no one says anything about it tomorrow, I will be surprised. Like, even if Rick Fox doesn't say anything about it tomorrow, which... Rick well, Fox Rick Fox has been extremely quiet about, about the entire incident. I don't think he's well, even commented. He has, but not since. Oh, okay. Not since they got their like solve this in sixty days things. I don't think I've heard him talk about it specifically. But like back when it first broke, he was rather vocal about the whole problem. But I like he's he's a smart businessman from what I can tell. So he I don't is. think he's going to go around shouting about this constantly, acting like a rage monkey, hoping it gets fixed. So. I, I think he's a smart businessman. I think he knows what he's doing. I got a lot of respect for Xbox because I think he's just... I think he's good at, good at what he's doing. I, I don't know. I like, I like what he's doing with Echo Fox, short of their roster decisions. Well, I'm, he's not even in charge anymore. Uh, I think he, he took a bigger step in recently because they dropped it to different management and it was a whole problem last year. But, Fair. on to the specific topic. 
Um, last week, when they issue, when Riot issued the extension, uh, they had issued it because Echo Fox had submitted a proposal that Riot, I think, didn't uh, approve. I think what happened was the proposal said they would remove the shares of the of the shareholder to a basically a family member of them i'm pretty sure which look to i'm not a businessman who deals in shareholders but that doesn't sound like it's really accomplishing any goals here that anyone who wanted to fix this problem was trying to fix so yeah of course they got denied that and they got a weak extension to fix it now, from my one week, by the way, it's not a lot of time to sell a company or or business entity worth a lot of money. They've had sixty days before that to do it. Yes, yes, but if I'm I'm all I'm saying is, they probably shopped it around. However, oh, no, one week, if they couldn't get anyone else to buy, and that's why they were doing the thing they were doing, one week is a very short amount of time to raise that much capital. Well, the problem isn't getting the money to buy them, I think. I think the problem is getting him to agree to sell and not sell for an exorbitant amount of money. Maybe shareholders can be removed through other means, though. But right? we, don't like, know, we don't know what their contracts look like, so we don't know the terms. We don't. That's fair, but... So... To be honest, though, it would most likely be in this guy's best interest to sell because he would probably get money if he gets bought out and if they could remove the or remove from the lcs their company's worth a lot less <laughs> yeah that, that is the that is the real thing like he can basically like th this is the worry is that he can say uh the ship's sinking and you're going down with me unless you give me basically all the money sure but that doesn't make i mean the gamble there is that then he loses all of his investment money right well he's going to be making his investment back with more because of the because of this scenario he's gonna be well if they, if they get money. to sell but if he says like if if he threatens them like that right look the, i'm not a business person i don't know but if he says like this ship is sinking where you're paying me x and they're like cool we won't pay you x if he is the shareholder that means his money is in the ship which means if the ship sinks he is the one who loses that money he but right, right and that's that's the thing is he willing to bite whatever he's invested into echo fox just so that he can not get paid extra like look i i don't know why i'm not exactly a racist so i don't exactly think like this man does just so it's hard to really be like it makes no sense why you wouldn't just leave if everyone's having a bad time with you there and you're gonna lose money for staying so he may just leave i doubt it i mean they still because it's like you I don't know, like, he's I a venture he's capitalist. Be, he like, seems money, very like. obstinate from what I've been reading about the, uh, about this, uh, whole thing. He seems like he's trying to get all the money he can out of this deal. The real problem here, I think, is that the LCS can't strong-arm people out of, uh, the shareholdership of the orgs within the LCS, which Why feel, not? well, because the only thing that they can strong-arm them with is kicking them out of the LCS and not strong arming the shareholders specifically because of probably how di differently all their contracts with their specific shareholders are organized yeah, yeah i don't know much about it i know in, in the nba there's a history at least one time of an owner being banned from the nba right also like, for racist comments yeah donald sterling and the la clippers and 
I mean, they didn't immediately have a buyer, right? Like there have been several times in NBA history where a team would need to be sold. However, they could not find someone to buy it quick enough. And what happened was the NBA took temporary ownership over the team. And so, I mean, they were like hands off, right? Like they weren't doing like active trades or signings. And it was like, as quickly as we can get a buyer, we can get a buyer. But basically the NBA became the owner of the team until an investor or a buyer could be found. So the equivalent of that would be if they, if Echo Fox did get kicked out and we're kicking out the Echo Fox orb, then uh, LCS would hold on to that spot. But we're trying to get... Well, but what I'm saying is they could, because that would be a hypothetical, you could do, you could have done that with Donald Sterling and the LA Clippers. But what, I don't know how the contracts are structured in the LCS. I don't know how the contracts are structured in the NBA. But it is a hypothetical that they could be like, you yourself are banned and lose ownership of this spot. Like this guy is banned from the LCS. He can't have anything to do with it. Right. So well, I'm pretty sure take... I'm pretty sure he is now banned from the LCS. Yeah, but that doesn't necessitate that I don't imagine that would necessarily mean Echo Fox has to leave. If they can't get a buyer, it could just be that Riot takes temporary ownership. Although if they're threatening to kick them out, then I imagine that that's not on well, the docket. Yeah, then they're also gonna have to drop their branding too. Because I don't think Echo Fox sold their branding to the LCS like they did with, uh, well, not Echo Fox specifically, but the uh, the Overwatch League forced everyone to make their own brand for the league, and they and now Overwatch League owns that brand, so they can easily switch out owners. But LCS doesn't have that luxury, so that means they'd have to... I think the only way that this resolves if the shareholder doesn't get removed from his shareholdership is by Echo Fox finishing the split and then getting removed, and then their team spot being sold to uh, another organization or somebody. Yeah, I mean, if they get kicked out of the league, I imagine that's exactly what happens, but... Like, I I don't think... I feel like a lot of these orgs are going to start, like, any new investment and stuff, they're going to have clauses in where if the uh, one of our league partners has a... like, says you cannot be an investor with us then we have to, like, break off from you, and this is how it will happen. I feel like, especially after this instance, that is how a lot of contracts will be structured going forward. Perhaps. Uh, it's very, I don't know, I'm ex I'm interested to see how it plays out. I'm worried, I'm nervous, I like Rick Fox, I like the I Echo don't want to lose Rick Fox. I think Rick Fox is a gigantic boon for the league and esports in general. Yeah, for for the league, for the community, like, Rick Fox is a, a good guy. Right, and to see him leave on these kinds of terms would actually be extremely uh, upsetting. As a fan, even though I'm not an Echo Fox fan, I am a Rick Fox fan. Right, I like that they're here, and like to see them go in such an unfortunate uh, and inappropriate way, I, I would be really, I would be really uh, upset as a fan. But uh, I mean, I guess we just have to wait and see. Yeah, if I were a fan of uh, Echo Fox, I'd be like really nervous He's right now. He's the fan now. of the league, dude. I expect nobody would be stoked. Oh, I don't think anybody's happy about this situation besides the racist. <laughs> Which is the stupidest fucking thing. I think he's over the moon about all the money he's about to get. And Maybe, really, that's really sad. That's really sad. Okay. Uh, Echo Fox. Maybe they'll stay. Maybe they won't. I hope they do. I really hope they do. But let's uh, move on to this week's picks. They're up on your screen now. Okay. Golden Guardians versus oh Clutch god. Gaming. Oh my god. I, I can't believe you're picking Golden Guardians. Matt. 
How can you pick Golden Guardians? Sorry, I just read some of the emails. Oh, no, they're bad. Yeah. Dude, he threatened Rick Fox's family. Wait, he threatened their family? Hang on. We're talking about our picks this week. Dude, sorry. That's crazy. I just read those emails. Oh, my God. Okay. So, Matt, why did you pick Golden Guardians over uh, CLG? Oh, because I'm dumb. (laughs) I made my picks before I watched the VODs of CLG winning. Wait a minute. Hang on. Is this... Wait, there's a CLG TSM game? Do I still have the wrong one? You did have the wrong one because there's no C9 TSM game. Wait, why didn't this update? What the hell? Bro, I don't know. It should have updated! Cry more, scrub. Okay, there we go. Boom. Now it's updated. What was the one I was surprised about? Oh, GGS over 100 Thieves. Like, I just knew there was one that you, that you had picked. Weird. But yeah, GGS over 100 Thieves. Why'd you do it? Hmm? Uh, because I picked these before I watched the 100 Thieves game. Did you? Okay. okay, that's... uh. <laughs> I did my picks before I watched the VODs, which was dumb of me. However, um... I don't know. I have a little bit of faith with GGS, and even though 100 Thieves looks good, I don't think 100 Thieves looks great. And I think that GGS will be a decent matchup for them. That's it. What about GGS versus Optic? Did I pick GGS? Yeah. I just, I guess my brain was like four weeks in the past when GGS was at the top. Do you want me to, do you want me to let you change them? Yes, actually. So do you want them both to go the other way? I do. I do. <laughs> then uh, we're identical in all of the games. Uh, except for... Dude, Fight I do this Quest. every... Can I admit something to you? Every week that I start the picks, I do the first half of the picks and I'm like, ah, shit. I remembered the teams three weeks ago and not now. <laughs> uh, and that's bad for me. So... The only one which I'm pretty sure we legitimately disagree on is the Clutch Gaming versus FlyQuest one. So, why do you think FlyQuest are going to beat Clutch Gaming? The sheer optimism. Sheer optimism? I just want it to be the case. I like FlyQuest. I don't, I, I'm not sure that I think they really will. I like FlyQuest. Some of my friends like FlyQuest. I want to see Turtle succeed. Um, I think they when they do pull it together, they look pretty decent. It's just that they very rarely... Uh, pull it together. Wow, he deleted that. Um, continue. That's it. Just when they pull it together, I think it's good. Did you just tell me to shut up about it? <laughs> um, I think when it's when they're good, I think they're really good. But uh, <laughs> listen, it's just like I'm, I have your stream open, so like delayed. I'm getting these hand signals, and it's really throwing me off. So I have to minimize the stream, but. I think when they're good, they're really good, and when they're off, they're really off, but I'm just, I don't know. So, I I, don't, I just think that, uh... <laughs> <That's sick. laughs> Fucking ass, motherfucker. Uh, I just think that FlyQuest aren't pulling it together anymore. I think they hit their ceiling, I, they're out of momentum, and they just, they're just not gonna keep going. I think, while Clutch might be more volatile, they just have a better... I guess team identity and a better idea about how they want to play and I think 
Cooney and Demonte might actually just be able to straight carry them through this game. Also, Cody Sun's been looking up, to be honest, and uh, Wild Turtle has not been looking up. So you know that's fair. Uh, perhaps this was just blind optimism on the part of what I wanted to happen. Sometimes I make my picks based on what I want to happen, not what I think will happen. But, I mean, I gotta uh, start coming up with ways to get ahead of you in these picks and bans. I gotta start coming. Yeah, up I can with drop some, uh, one. Is my real thought, <laughs> especially if we're going. Is this the only difference we have? Um, I think so. Yeah, it looks like the only difference this week. So next yeah, after week's I change my vote. Yeah. Next week we gotta be calling out some shit. We gotta call some uh, upsets, and then we're both gonna be calling the same upsets, and it's just. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, but. I just don't feel like there's gonna be a lot of upsets potential outside of the C9 TL game, and I guess the CGGS mm. uh, 100 Thieves games, if you want to call that an upset. I don't. Which out of recent record, I really doubt it's anywhere near anywhere but even. So yeah, that's our picks for this week. But we have a match preview to talk about. What? Yeah, we do. I'm like, man, this has been here. What? This is a big match. The thing we do every week, we're doing again? Cloud9 versus Team Liquid. Big matches. Big big stakes here. Big, big, big stakes. stakes. I don't know about that. What are the... How close are they? I think they're close to first and second. Let me just pull up my exact records. All right, we got Cloud9 at 9 and 5 and TL who have just secured their playoff spot at 11 and 3. So, Cloud9 is two games down. So, if they want if they want that that first place spot, they got to win this game. Cuz not only does this help them get to that tie, this means that they can have a two a week and guarantee TL's one one week at a minimum. I don't think CL's not gonna get first, but I do think Cloud9 can beat them. And I say can because I picked TL, and I'm pretty sure they will beat them. So, Matt, why do you think that Cloud9 has a shot? Or if, if you don't, do it all. <laughs> I mean, I do think they have a shot, right? Like, I think TSM, TLC9 are still pretty up there. Uh, I think they're all really good teams, good organizations, and I think that they just have a shot by virtue of the fact that they're highly skilled rosters with a lot of training and a lot of really good training and a lot of a very good support system, right? Like, whenever it's those top three teams that we've talked about a lot fighting each other, I'm I'm never going to be surprised by who wins, right? Like, I'm never going to be shocked if TSM comes over TL or c9 or c9 over the other two or tail over the other two i'm just like yeah i mean they're like they're really fucking good and like really good teams can win those games uh even against other extremely good extremely skilled teams i picked tl only because i saw of what i saw with the sort of weird pick with malphite and, and maybe a little bit of a I, I don't know i still think tl is just a little bit better probably realistically even though i'm a c9 fan i just have to admit that but I mean, like, if TL's off the ball or if C9's just super on the ball, then I don't think it would be surprising or weird for them to win by any stretch of the imagination, just by virtue of their general skill level. It's a very boring answer to your question, but... Well... And I'm pretty sure the answer I give to every time you you ask me why one team might beat another in these top three, but... Uh, I got some spice to that. Okay, I think the biggest... Oh, yeah? You're gonna fucking flame me? Yeah. I think the biggest wall that... Uh, Cloud9 got to get over is their bot lane just sucking so much. Damn, that's real saucy. 
I I think they're about to get booty slapped by TL and Cloud9 and or Cloud9 by TL Double Lift and Core JJ. I can't words today. I today. Yeah, today specifically and only any today. other day. Bro. Every, every other day yeah. of my life, I'm gonna be eloquent as fuck. But today, it's correct. <laughs> so I think Core JJ and Double Lift are going to destroy. I think they are going to win the lane. I think they're probably gonna get five kills before 15 minutes. And I'm gonna check that that's number. Someone write that down. So five and... kills in fifteen, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> I think that's gonna happen. Do you actually believe that, or are you just trying to? Oh, be spicy? I definitely think they're gonna get five kills out of that bot lane in fifteen minutes. In fifteen minutes? Oh hell yeah! That bot lane is about to get destroyed because that is how Cloud or Cloud. I'm out of words. That is how TL win games and Cloud Nine loses games. So I also think the top lanes. Pretty evenly matched, though I haven't seen Licorice much recently besides the last week, so... For reference, last time the two teams played, the bot lane died one time. Sneaky died once, Sazel never died, and uh, C9 won. Uh, Sivir Lux. That's safe as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fair, that's, that's fair, that's fair, that was... that's fair. I'm still, I'm still calling it, I'm still sticking to my guns. I called right, it, I said it, I minced it. We're going with it. You remember the last time we both called TL and C91, so... You gotta roll safe. Um, I think... Uh, I think Cloud9's jungler has been looking kind of good. A little, little bit good. good. I mean, really MVP, close to MVP. MVP yeah. <laughs> uh, He's but, decent. He might be MVP, but you know... As good as Niski has been, I still think Jensen beats him. I think Jensen is going to be mechanically better, and I think he will have better team play. So I think in almost every aspect, short of jungle, which I think loses off of pure aggression and mechanics, not really macro or jungle skill, mm -hmm. I think TL has the advantage, or at least goes even. I feel like I've said this about a few teams before, where... We're against TL. But it just seems like an insurmountable hill at the moment. To me. I Honestly, as much as I agree that it wouldn't be a, ma a massive surprise. Whatever you're doing is making a lot of noise. My bad. Uh, I w it wouldn't be a massive surprise if Cloud9 won. But I think that Team Liquid has really been looking good and really been looking solid as of late. And especially their bot lane. I think their bot lane is looking really solid. And I don't think, and I think that Cloud9 having that as their, like, kind, their, their problem to solve is just a, it, it's just a weak spot for for uh, TL to just whack on. They're both blue, man. I'm never going to hold them straight. Everything hurts. What is, well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. I have very little confidence in Cloud9's bot lane. I've noticed. It's been great. You want to take us home? I think I'll take us on home, yeah. Oh, I'll do it for home, week seven of the LCS on this week's episode of Legendary Legends Podcast. Left. You can catch us every week at 7 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash nizzy2k11. You can catch the VODs on my YouTube channel. And as always, have a nice day. Have a nice night.